systems are a go. Confirming all systems are a go. Launching the podcast. Three, two, one. This is Hello from Mars. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hello from Mars. My name is Marissa. I am welcomed back with somebody who hasn't been on the podcast in a year, but Shannon, the last time you were on, it was to celebrate the one year anniversary of the pandemic. So oh what, okay. what that means is now we're almost two years in. <laughs> but like, like me, you are somebody who was in an industry that every industry was heavily impacted, but I feel like we were in an industry that got kind of like destroyed for a while. Um, and, and it's been a rebuild, right? So, you know, me being in the entertainment industry where it's like all of a sudden people couldn't go to attend anything that we were doing and nobody was advertising to support parts of it. And, you know, jobs just weren't there. You being the specials teacher with music, I mean, especially like that was just something that they couldn't even figure out how to make it work on Zoom, though you did. I just want to give you some credit there. Um, so the last time that we talked on here, you were like total totally different opportunity than you had ever done before. So, and that was getting to the construction job that you had been doing. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about how this last year has been for you and, and how you've been able to now get to where you are, because again, you're like me and you're a, a little bit of an intricate player of like 15 jobs. So, so explain yourself, woman. Thank you for having me, by the way. Um, I appreciate it. So I did get a pandemic job because I was a music teacher and the schools started shutting down one by one. I was a cur- I was currently at eight schools um, prior to the pandemic. Now understand. That I- itself is crazy to anybody that doesn't understand. So because uh, you, you work for Montessori schools. So it's like you were contracted by eight different schools that you would then travel to periodically throughout the week. How many students do you think you had before the pandemic? Somewhere between like 498 to 515. Um, But you have to understand some of the schools only wanted once a month, depending on what their budget was. Some wanted every other week. I had a school that wanted once a week. So it was like, I had a big master schedule of where's Waldo. I understand that, but you also (laughs) knew like 500 names because that is who Shannon is. Thank you. (laughs) That is mind blowing to me. That was important to me because I remember early on, I had seen a student at Target and they ran over and said, Miss Shannon. And I was like, "Eh," and I didn't remember. And I thought, that's not cool. The parent is like standing there. They don't know who I am. Um, And And they don't understand that you have 500 students either. No, not at all. And then they're like, you don't even know my kid. Um, So it was really important to me to uh, adapt every child's name. Um, Never their last, uh, but always their first. And um, my hardest part with that was... um, if they didn't look like their name, I had a really hard time with that. So like, you no. look like Marissa, how could we forget yeah, that? You know Marissa. what's funny about that? So Kelly, who I always have on the podcast, her yeah. son is yeah. very adamant that I do not look like a Marissa. I instead look like a Kaylee to him. And so I was at her house on Sunday and I don't know, I think we were having dinner or something and uh, he's across the room and he said, it's over by Marissa. And I went, I'm sorry, did you <laughs> call me by my name? And he's like, yeah, Kaylee. And I'm like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> so, but I know really, what you mean. That's really funny. Um, yeah, so I, I 
you know, was traveling at all these schools. Um, once I drove to the wrong school, that would only happen once. <laughs> and once, because I packed big bags of instruments, right? Uh, I had my car detailed because it was really bad. And so I had driven to the school I was supposed to go to and got out of my car and popped open the trunk and it was empty. I had forgotten to reload. So I walked into the school and I'm like, you have three choices. I can come back today, which I'll be late going forward for my other classes with you. Or I can just, you know, wing it or I can cancel and I'll come back again. She's like, no, go ahead and wing it. I was exhausted after oh, that. Sure. <laughs> because if you have no instruments now, it's 100% you. So yeah. so this is Shannon leading into the p- pandemic. So you oh, yeah. are very accustomed to always being on the go, on the go, on the go. And it all comes to a screeching halt. Yes. One day, I the day that the world closed, shut down, I guess you'd say, on I think it was March 12th. The phone rang one school after another, you know, we can't have you come in. We can't, we can't have you come and teach. Um, we're going to close down altogether. A couple of schools were like, if you can figure out how to do music on zoom, we'll have you do that. And I thought, well, my income had just totally gone out the window. I remember um, helping you trying to navigate this because you were very much like, I can't do this. And I said, are you, oh, yeah. you're Shannon. I know you can do this. Well, I'm old. Right. So I don't have that technology component that all the other kids have. But the thing <laughs> is, I was right because you, you're already in it, like somebody in the arts. So you already think outside the box. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew everything in you could make it happen. And you did for a while. Yeah. So I had that, you know, tech piece curve, learning curve. And at the same time, um, a friend of mine had said, hey, you know, we need help in an office. Uh, we need an office manager. I'm like, I don't know what people don't get, but I don't do any technology. I can email, I can answer the phones. That's pretty much my limit. And I'm organized. And um, it ended up, that's what I said in my interview. And I got, you're hired. So I ended up. <laughs> you know why? Because anybody just wanted to hire anybody at one point during the pandemic. Uh, you know, it was either, it was like the drastic opposites. Like either nobody was hiring or it was like, when can you start? <laughs> so that's what it was like. When can you start? Um, and I remember walking in and seeing piles of banker boxes with receipts. And I'm thinking, boy, they're a little behind. So it took me a while to kind of get up to speed. Um, I trained myself on Google and YouTube when no one was around in the office and in the evening. And I finally adapted, you know, to what I was supposed to do, but I was working for a, a construction company, a contracting company. I knew nothing about that industry yeah. at all. Isn't that yeah. funny that that's kind of the same thing that I did, right? So you went yeah. to construction and then I went and I worked at a, like, you know, a, a, the Home Depot kind of warehouse. It was Lowe's, but still, you know what I mean? It was like home home improvement store. So that's, it's so funny how similar our paths have been. <laughs> Actually, it is. I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. Isn't that, that, that is funny. Um, yeah, and so then- Long story short, I'm working at the contracting company. Now it's the next school year of 2021. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So a couple of schools were like, we'd like to have you back. So I'm like, hmm, well, now I'm in this pan, you know, pandemic job and I've just such a learning curve and I finally know what I'm doing. I've built up reputations with our, our suppliers and customers and subcontractors, but I still want to teach music. So I'm like, oh, I can do both. Long story short, here I am today. Um, I am working way too many hours. I'm juggling my schools, 
with the contracting company, but I can't complain because a lot of people work multiple jobs and extra jobs. And uh, then somehow the uh, pool club that I used to work at years and years ago said they were desperate for swim teachers because there was all these kids who didn't get any swimming lessons during the pandemic. So now I teach swimming too on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. And, and you're right. There are a lot of, I feel like that is very much like anybody who fell down hard at this pandemic and lost everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like you don't want to say no to whatever comes at your way, like on your way, because it's like you you have to rebuild now. And like, I've been the same way. And I had somebody say to me and I got so mad because he said something like, well, you need to live your life though too. And you need to have fun. And I'm like, dude, I have fun, but I also lost everything. And I have worked very hard to get where I am now. You have, and I remember talking to you. Right. And I thought to myself, I I don't know how you do it with such a positive attitude, but you would like you like me, you know, your radio station saying, you know, we don't have a need anymore. We don't want this anymore. We don't want that anymore. You're like, wait a minute. I put all of my time and heart into my education. Now I'm being told just shove to the side and, you know, we'll call you when we need you. Right. so, you know, it's not only hard for the ego, but it, you know, it, re- it really can foster a depression. Really? It can. Well, really, and- uh, you know, I'll tell you it's, it was, I've, I've had, a have been a budget cut many times. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but at each time that I've been a budget cut, I've kind of picked myself right back up and gotten back to where mm-hmm. I needed to be. So mm-hmm. it's never gotten to the point that it got during the pandemic where it felt like I lost my identity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. In, in a job like I've been in, it does kind of consume your world. It takes things over. It's not just I'm on the air and that's that. And when I go home, I turn it off and I'm whatever. It's it's all the time because anything can be used on the show. Anything um, that you do is is game for anything that you're doing, um, you know, uh, publicly. And then on top of it, it's like people know you. So it's like you can be out. You're recognized, right? And you in, in, in some in some instances, yes. So it's like you're kind of always on. And I remember I had people messaging me and just they would say things like, you know, I can't wait for you to be back on the air. You're my favorite DJ and whatever. And I'm over here going, but but I'm not one right now. And mm-hmm. I felt like I lost who I was, who and and I realized that I'm bigger than my job, I'm bigger than my title. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was up until that moment that I never felt that. I always felt like I'm I'm not Marissa. I'm an on-air personality. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I've because of this pandemic, it's kind of shifted me in the way of like I love what I do, and that's why I've gone and I've made sure that I'm doing everything that I can to be a part of different radio stations and keep that consistent and keep building and growing with it. But I also am trying to do more things for me. So like, you know, that I've booked some vacations and like, I'm trying to take care of my health and I'm trying to stay happy at home. And like, you know, I'm doing all these jobs, but if I can at the same time, like get a phone call and like, Hey, what are you doing? You want to go get dinner? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm going to stop what I'm doing if I can, and I'm going to go, uh, mm-hmm. before it's like the job just took over and I was only available at certain times. Um, right. you know, so, so that's, that's become more protective of yourself and who you are when, um, when you realize in a moment's notice, everything can just change, right? Yeah, yeah. And that your self-care and in the values of who you are, uh, when you had to stop, right? Because the world stopped and you were left in a lot of silence. 
mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we're going, 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 going. What's my schedule? What's this? I have to do this. And, you know, and there's plenty of people that you're friends with that are parents and they have to deal with getting children on Zoom and children back to school. And, you know, we're back in such a crazy world that we kind of had that downtime and we still want to hold on to the part of who we are, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. We don't want to lose it. Um, so but I do have to say, you know, school-wise, I, I don't want to get political here because I, you know, everyone has their own opinions and I value everyone's opinions. I do. I think everybody who comes with a strong conviction of how they feel should be heard, you know, pandemic wise, it's been up and down at school. I mean, in some cases, at one point, the, the numbers were higher than when they originally shut school down. So yeah. as a music teacher, and I'm not complaining, but I had to be masked, right? Well, being a music teacher in a mask singing for eight hours a day is a really, really hard That's thing. That's a lot of your own breath is what that yeah, is. It oh, is a lot, of your yeah. own, a lot of your own breath, <laughs> a lot of sinus infections, a lot of, you know, and I'm, I'm not... I'm not complaining so much because I, I know, you know, things could be worse and, you know, I could have other vices or whatever. Um, but it took the joy out at times, you know, when you're told, Oh, everybody's back in masks, masks are mandatory, whether you're vaccinated, boosted, which I am and both and all that, but some people aren't, and that's, you know, their choice and whatever, but still having restrictions, um, and then still expected to perform. And then on snow days, still now expected to do remote learning without those old fashioned snow days, because, yeah. you know, prior to 2020, if it was a snow day, it was a snow day. You weren't expected to go on Zoom and do yeah, right, stuff right. And all this Google Docs stuff. It, it has. It's made it a lot more challenging. And of course, you know, from a teacher standpoint, you know, we didn't get any pay raises because we were told, come back, be masked, make sure you know Google Docs, make sure you're on Zoom, make sure you know how to do this and that. You need lesson plans for the rainy day, you know, all of these requirements that they packed on and on, but on the same token, I see the other side of it. I have an older child. She's a a college graduate. Um, but I can appreciate parents who had to go back to work, whether it's in home or in the office, they need a place for their kids to go. So like, I get the whole thing, but it's still hard. (laughs) This is what I also want to say, because you, you glossed over this little fact, because, OK, sure, the, it was hard for you to do the construction job. Mm-hmm. But then as you were getting offered these opportunities in schools, it wasn't just music that was thrown your way, Shannon. I remember you calling me one day and you're like, Marissa, they want me to teach gym. I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm incredibly so, so unathletic. I tell you that so, story really quick. Yeah. So the principal calls me and she says, we have this first grade class. She's like, they're really unruly. The PE teacher has been there for 30 years. She's all done with small kids that don't listen. You're really great with small children. I love how you, you classroom management. I've seen your music classes. You know, we have a really high need for you to come in and teach PE to first graders. And I actually said to her, Sarah, did you know you called Shannon May? I am the oldest <laughs> athletic human being on the planet. Like, I will park my car as close to a door so I don't have to walk more than 10 feet. I'm the quintessential, like very busy, but lazy person when I'm home. So I decided, you know what? Yeah, I'll do that. So I went in and, you know, kids in first grade, they don't have those judgment, you know, hats like some of um, us do as we get older. And I just decided I'm just going to make it super fun. And um, 
I'm on a scooter scooting across the gym and they're like, Hey, isn't that the music teacher? Yeah. She's PE two now. So, um, I, you know, I've just kind of managed and kind of adopted. Um, I did say, uh, after third grade, cause I do teach music K through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I said after third grade, absolutely no PE teacher for me. This but is, I'll what do- I want to say about this though, is that this is what you have to do sometimes to get back to where you want to be. Right. It was extra hours, extra money. I said, you know what? So now I'm PE music, uh, working at the uh, construction. And the the thing is, is like, sometimes you just need to have your foot in the door and the, the willingness to say yes, because then they see that the people that are important who, then they're going to keep you top of mind for whatever's next. That's why, you know, even throughout the pandemic, though, I had no job, you saw, I was doing trivia nights on Facebook oh, live, you know, anything, I was doing everything, I was doing whatever I could to keep myself, you know, still active. And what I was waiting for you to do bingo at your Nana's uh, nursing right, home. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like people were seeing that. And that's why the moment that some budgets came back around, I was top of mind. And it was like one station, then it was another, then it was another. Now I got four. Um, you know, and I, I've had, I've had a couple others reach out. I'm, you know, I'm in that process of trying to figure things out and seeing, um, you know, if that, that can also, well, that's who you are, right? So you're not going to give up on who you are and we all shouldn't give up on who we are. When, even with, for Jack of all trades and many people, if, if, if they're, you know, kind enough to listen, um, they too, uh, who hasn't, who hasn't gone out of their comfort zone in the past few years. Right. No, no. And that's why it's felt so uncomfortable. And that's why it's felt so, um, unfriendly and un- unwelcoming, you know, to us, because th- that's what it feels like when we're forced outside of comfort. And I will say though, that's exactly where we grow the most, you know, and I have seen that with you. I've seen it with me. Um, mm-hmm. and I know it's happening for a lot of other people and I think it's about to happen for others, hopefully if they're paying attention and right now and, and getting ready to do whatever they want to do. That's if anything, that's kind of the beauty of this, the last couple of years is that, mm-hmm it's forced us to start anew, whether mm-hmm. it's go- getting back to where we were in a mm-hmm. different way, or it's starting something completely different. We've had this opportunity to reevaluate a lot of things and what's important to us to put us mm-hmm. where we want to be. And some people are still trying to figure that out, but hopefully right now is like those first steps to doing that. So what I'll say to you, Shannon, is thank you for being a part of this today. And I got Thank you. So thank you so much, Marissa. Um, you know, you've, I was a listener, um, and I just became such a big fan of yours. And, um, also you've helped me so much with life coaching and so many other things that, um, I'm a privilege to be your friend. Um, and I'm privileged to be, you know, on your podcast and, and to listen and be a part of it. So I really, really do appreciate it. And oh, I appreciate you know, it. Right teacher, music teacher, you want to build a house, you know, yeah, no, I know where to go. I know where to go. I mean, I, who knows? I might, I might have to, you know, have, uh, have your guys come out here and, and fix some cabinets or something sometime, you know, uh, they you just have to, have to drive. You know, yep. <laughs> The price of one was really high, but I'll get them there. No problem. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, 